Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the middle of somewhere. Just wanted to let you guys know I'm not going to bore you with dates this week. It's a surprise episode. I'm going to ask you just a favor. Since I'm not annoying you with dates this week, I'm going to annoy you with a request. Number one, if this is your first episode, I would recommend starting in the beginning. There are so many inside jokes that uh, I think it would be really uh, fantastic for you to hear. And then uh, and, and get all of them, of course. And then also, what if you told seven friends, right? We're, we're seeing these things on the, on the news. If you go out, you, you know, well, two people get it. Well, what if, you, what if we did this middle of somewhere style where you go out and you tell two people, they tell two people, they tell two people, boom, son of a bitch. I said, boom. You know what, guys? I agree. It's Siamis in here. And I just wanted to say that I agree with everything Chad's saying right now. And I, I love him so much. And I, I think his kits aren't as big as I always say they are. And I think he looks nice today. Thank you, Sai. I really appreciate it. And uh, I know that your mic has been cut and I did that on purpose. So anyways, guys, uh, hang in there and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels. You have landed in the middle of somewhere. Across from me is Cy Amundsen. Hey, no nicknames. No Love nicknames it. today. Good start. No nicknames today. Hello. And, and over in the corner, the virtual corner. In the virtual corner. Is Hey Bales. Hey Bales. And we, we're all on video here doing this, Chad. And so Hey Bales had to set up a camera and a microphone in his house and I assume no matter where he put the camera, there'd be something we'd have to address. But he's in front of his fridge, and there's just something stuck to his fridge that says the word masturbate. What the fuck is happening in your house? Hey, Bills, do you like, do you forget to masturbate in between meals? Is that, is it a reminder? You know what I think it is? You know how some people put a rubber band on their wrist, and when they're going to eat sugar, they snap themselves like some weird helper for the Catholic Church back in the day where they'd flog themselves? But I think it, it's his thing where he's like, you can't eat, can't eat, got to masturbate first. Lose these, lose these, burn these calories. I just imagine hay bales, they shut gyms down and his first brain was like, I got to ramp up this masturbating or I'm going to get huge during the shutdown. If I, if I don't masturbate constantly during the government lockdown, they're going to have to roll me down the street. If any house... Needs 99.9% .9 bacteria wipes. It's Haybell's kitchen. I'm surprised he didn't show up to the camera in a robe made of khaki shorts. <laughs> he just has like, hey, can you can you get that sausage out of my back pocket? You know what you don't know? He's actually masturbating right now. And uh, he's just multitasking because we shit on him one time for not being able to do two things at once. He goes, I'll show you guys masturbating. Let's record this show. Yeah, there's just going to be some, some weird noises. Just <sighs> I can't I can't wait. Actually, it turns out I can wait. Everyone's like, hey, Bale's laughed really weird in this episode. <laughs> Must have been some weird stuff with the Internet. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you, and this is going to seem weird, but speaking of masturbation, mm -hmm. 
I've been accused of over masturbation because I've had to hold my arm up to my body because the uh, tendon by my elbow hurts. Oh no. And it is from playing the Wii. <laughs> it's from over swinging in the home run derby. You got tennis elbow from playing a Nintendo Wii home run derby? <laughs> well, here's the issue. So back when I was married, I got a Wii and I lost it in the divorce somehow. That then, doesn't make any sense. How does anybody in your house play more Wii than you? No one does. I think that's I think that's why I don't have it. So I went to the I went to like a GameStop situation and I bought a used one, but the controllers didn't come with the wrist strap. So I have to hold it pretty tightly. So my arm is already flexed. And then when I'm trying to hit home runs of over 600 feet, I think it snaps something in my arm, which is awesome. <laughs> like, that's how I got injured. Your kids come over and they're like, hey, dad, what's wrong with your elbow? We, I, I've been overdoing it on the Wii and they both roll their eyes and text their friends like, looks like my dad's having another jack off festival. But then I just bring them up there and look at all the platinum medals I have. <laughs> because I've crushed every single event. <laughs> I really need whoever invented the Wii to come up with some new events for Wii Sports. Because that's all I play. Let's just keep running down this pumping the old dong uh, pathway here. <laughs> so everybody, anybody who doesn't remember, my my current living situation is I live in a pretty big house, but I, it's, a, it's a shared house. My wife and I live here. We have a dog. My brother and his wife live here. They have a dog and they have a baby. Yeah. So we are in the basement of the house. And we are, Jenna and I have become, like a lot of couples in America, Chad, co-workers. Uh-huh. And our jobs turns out pretty different. I would bet they are. Jenna, like, gets up at, like, 9 a.m. She is on conference calls until 5 o'clock p.m. And I'm most of the day, like, 8 feet away from her. Like, did you know Hootie and the Blowfish put out an album in 2019? How would I not know that? I'm a huge Hootie guy. Can I play it? And then it's just like her coworkers are like, is that Hootie and the Blowfish in the background? Like she's they're they're actually really busy because they're a post-production house. And so they do like animation and graphics and stuff. And so mm -hmm. like since everything's going virtual, like they can do all their stuff online as opposed to like an in-person physical production or a photo shoot. Right. And so they're really busy and she's sitting over there just like pumping through shit and working. And I'm like 11 feet away in front of our computer. And I'm like, hey, did you know that there's like soft core porn on YouTube? <laughs> and by the way, I know Hay Bales knows this, but there is. Dude, YouTube, here's the main thing I've learned during the shutdown. YouTube is fucking wild. I was just clicking through videos and I wound up on this like you they can't get naked but there is some wild stuff on youtube like like they're wearing a bra pre, like somebody off camera is probably having sex with them and they're just like letting the dirty talk rip yeah and all i could think about was how different the world is right now <laughs> because like think when i was 13 i distinctly remember sitting in front of a desktop computer, waiting for a picture of Carmen Electra in a bikini 
to like load bar by bar where you're like, there's her hair. Yes. There's her eyes. How old are and you? Just probably 13. You know, how old are you right life? now? 35. Okay. Yeah. I'm 45. Cause when I was 23, I was waiting for the same thing, but keep going. <laughs> that make that checks out. Yeah. I was just a 13 year old kid just waiting to like, I can make it past the nose. Hold it inside. <laughs> Hold it in. <laughs> Wait for it. That's and like now you talk to a like a twelve year old like, hey, have you ever seen a boob? They're like, what are we talking? Jerk off instruction, point of view, doggy style. Best friend's house, banging his mom. What's happening here? Like it's it's bonkers. I know it really is. I love when I love when parents are like, "Hey, we don't talk about that stuff around our child. We don't want that." And it's like your child knows more than you do. Trust me, I guarantee it. There's no way. Former guest of this show, the very funny Nate Abshire. Yeah, told me one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. He said when he was 12 years old. They were, he and a bunch of kids that were all about that age were playing football, like, you know, just touch or tackle football out in this big, like, field. And somehow one of the kids ran by a bush and found, like, literally a sliver of a nudie magazine, like a shred <laughs> of a single page. And it was like, it was like, like, literally, like, clavicle and maybe some nip. Yeah, but everybody like all the twelve-year-olds like in the guts of their penis. They'd be like, "I know what that is. I've been. I'm. I'm familiar." And he said, "Then like they all like immediately stopped playing football and were all scouring the bushes like pirates looking for buried treasure." Absolutely, you just have to find the rest of it because if you don't, you know every single friend in your group is going to have a different picture of it, and it's the story isn't going to check out when you tell it later on. And he said that they found, they found like just only a few shreds and tried to tape them together. So it was just like one eye connected to a sort of nip connected to a belly button. And they're like, that's the stuff. That's it, right? This is sex. Then every time, every time they see a Picasso painting in a museum, they blow. <laughs> they're just like, oh my God, that looks just like her. <laughs> <laughs> well, the show's over <laughs> we don't need to do more hey, oh, so i've been having can uh, i tell can yes. i tell you before you do that can i tell you uh back to the jenna and i oh yes workers yeah i have one job okay. as like in this household, I have one responsibility, and I it is that I have to walk our dog, Kevin the dog, twice a day. Okay. Now, I need to let you know that Kevin gets walked four to five times a day. And you so have to I do am, two of them. I am responsible for almost or up to 50% of Kevin's walks. Okay. And I have been for five or six days now. And if there is somebody who's failed more at walking a dog... It is shocking. I don't know what sort of dumb person it takes to continue to leave your house without a poop bag for your dog after you've had to MacGyver the poop out of people's yards time and time again. Like I've been, I'll be out there and he'll take a shit and I'll be like, I did it again. And then I'm just like using twigs and a rock and looking for like somebody's patch of wood chips that I can throw it into to hope it blends. Yeah. And then I get back and I'm like, I just don't, put it again but i had my breaking point now i finally i put a bunch of bags in my pocket because the last time i walked him he he must not have been feeling well 
because we were on our way back and he didn't look for any lawn. He just ripped a steamer on oh. somebody's driveway. Yes. Just right on the driveway. And I was like, the moment he did it, I was like, no, nope, fuck it. I'm not picking that up. <laughs> and then I looked up and there was a dude in the house. Like he was watching. And I was like, well, I guess I am going to figure out how to pick this up. And I, there weren't, I did, there wouldn't have any sticks. So I reached in my pocket and from a few days earlier, I had a full eight by 10 sheet of paper folded up. That was actually my car insurance printout. <laughs> <laughs> and so as a 35 year old man with another adult man watching, I had to scoop up my dog's mushy shit with my car insurance <laughs> and then just shamefully walk down the road. <laughs> But now, like if all if all of our neighbors would have just came out of their house, shame, shame, <laughs> shame. So I, I got the bags in there now. But now you get to send that to your car insurance place and be like, I'm paying too much. And here's what I think about it. <laughs> I'm paying too much for car insurance. This yeah, I could take a real social stance on the car insurance industry. there. <laughs> so you were talking about YouTube porn. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize on Twitter there are no rules. Because I was, I was watching a video our friend Dave Waite, very funny comedian, made. He made this. It's that. Yeah, he made this video about being a door guy at the comedy store. And then there are four other comedians that are in the video. They're like trying to get into the club, but they're, you know, they're playing patrons instead of comedians. Mm -hmm. But I always like to click on their names because I don't live in LA. I don't know a lot of people. I like to see what people are up to, blah, blah, blah. So I click on all of them. It's two dudes and two gals. And uh, one of them, comedian slash porn star. Interesting. And, and the video. Dude, pause. The How, like, what sort of, like, you and I are psychos. And we need people to love us. If you wind up in the category of comedian and porn star. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you have two dads both named Steven Daniels? How the fuck? Do you wind up as a comedian and a porn star? Well, I'll tell you how I would. Two more inches. <laughs> That's how I would have done it. Just two more. Unfortunately. <laughs> Honestly, I've always had this theory that like that doesn't matter at all. Nobody's tuning in. I think I think you're a superstar if you're hanging hanging low hog. You know what I'm saying? Because I just I think that there are guys out there who like they want to see what the girls do and they want to be like I'm better than Chad. Yeah, yeah, I'm better. Oh, can we talk about this black dude that everyone's sending to everybody? Oh, the funniest thing in the world. I, so he and I have the exact same body type, waist up, where it's like. I do you want to do you want to explain to everybody before you get self-conscious what's happening? Because that was hay bales when he heard that sentence, his eyes got so wide I thought he was going into his fridge there. He <laughs> so some people are sending out this text message or whatever it is that says, Hey, here's the symptoms of whatever's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then you click on it, and it is uh, a black man, I think he has a cigar in his hand, but he's on he's on the edge of a bed, legs spread. So like from the waist down, it looks like he's a man on a subway commuting to work. Waist up, it looks like a senior picture. So he's like hands on his thighs, leaning in, kind of just like really enjoying himself, right? And he has, I don't know, like a dick that's three feet long. 
It looks it looks like the giving tree. It looks like Shel Silverstein's giving tree. It does look like you're like, oh, that's what started life. Yeah. <laughs> like God said, let there be light. And then that was it. I love it that it's become such a universal gag. Because basically the bit is you think you're clicking on something serious. And then, oh my gosh, it's the biggest donger anyone's ever seen. Yeah. And everybody in society is so in on this. You know who I got it from? My niece, <laughs> my 25 year old niece, she sent it it's, and it's floating around in different ways. She was like, Hey, just a heads up. It was this picture and it was like a little bug on the wall. And it's like, these bugs are capable of transmitting the virus. And then you like zoom in and you zoom in and the bug is just like a cutout of the picture of his giant dog. Oh, like it's, that's <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. But so anyways, I have what I think is a very similar upper body to this man. Yeah. And so I, I'm going to tell you, and this is embarrassing to me, but I put a wool sock on my dick. <laughs> and then I took several pictures that look just like him in that pose. And I was going to start sending it around. But then I was like, well, I mean, do I want to be done working forever or just now? <laughs> I really That's that's the problem with being a comedian right now where we're all like well we have to keep making stuff and you got people like hey let's have a virtual open mic which is a terrible idea but you and i were sitting here like what if i uh what if i sent hardcore pornography to everyone i loved and all my all my I know. contacts i know just sitting there with a big smile on my face <laughs> just like and here's the thing I promise you there's a bunch of people right now who are like, I had no idea this text was going around. So you'd have sent it to a bunch of people that are like, Chad, what the fuck is this? I know. Click click on this click on this link to see Chad's rescheduled dates. And it's just me sitting there. <laughs> it's like, this is what happens when comedians don't have a crowd to tell them what's funny or not. That would have been accurate for your rescheduled dates because they would have all been permanently canceled. <laughs> Oh my God. So I am, uh, so we have a great sense of humor and like, we're just kind of goofy when it comes to thinking up what's funny. And yeah. so I have these painter outfits that they're basically like terry cloth, but they zip up all the way. And so they look, okay. they look kind of like hazmat suits from a distance. <laughs> and so I decided to go to the store in that a Vikings hat like a vite with the horns that come out, a Viking's helmet and and a scuba mask, like a snorkel. And it was so fantastic because I was budging when people were like, you know how some people hold the freezer door open at the store and then they look in and they're staring at everything until it like fogs up the entire thing. Yeah. I would just go interrupt them and be like, hey, you guys, sorry about this, but uh, I'm government work. I got to get in here. And then I would just, they'd let me, because I looked like such a creep. No one, you, hey, you want to you want a social distance? Wear an outfit where no one dares come within six feet of you. I can, I don't, you know, the other thing about us that makes us such great friends is we're always trying to one-up one another, and I'm about to try to one-up you. But first, can I do a quick little PSA? Yeah. Hey, if you do go to the grocery store, don't be the guy or lady who picks up a can and goes, is this a good one? And then puts it back and picks up, oh, what about this one? The amount of fucking Daryls that I have seen checking out, like I saw a guy yesterday 
that was opening cartons of eggs, checking the eggs with his fingers, and then putting the cartons back. And I was like, I, I and I'm, I'm keeping it together. Go yeah. ahead, friend. Well, I just got to tell you, so you can tell, you can tell people are getting a little touchy about everything. Because I heard a dad yell to his kid, I don't care if the eggs are free range, just grab them. And it's like, <laughs> we have been out of the pig pen for two weeks and we're already growing tusks and coarse hair. It is so fun to watch. Everyone's, you know, the, the amount of vegans we're losing, and I don't mean to death, I mean to meat, <laughs> where they're just like, I'm so hungry and I can't go to the store again. What am I going to do with my cat? It's just my like... <laughs> My favorite is going to the store and seeing just uh, an aisle of pillaged, like toxic <laughs> cleaning solutions. Like every single one of them's gone. And you know what's fully stocked? The fucking lilac crow's ankle wish fluid that's uh, down on the end. <laughs> like that shit. You 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 can get all the lavender antibacterial soap you want right now. I I, I went to the store right after everything got crazy. And I just remember whispering to myself, oh, I'm going to need to start liking cilantro because it was the only thing that was left. It was just like a bushel of cilantro. Can I crazy outfit? Uh, yes, one please. Up you? Please do. So my brother is we're, we're, we're shut down with him and his wife. And so basically what happens when he and I spend a lot of time together yeah. is we just slowly start trying to annoy one another until one of us like is really mad. And so right now he, he has been, and I'll, I'll get to the one up. I wanted to tell you this as a, as a preface. Sure. He's been gaslighting me <laughs> and I know he's gaslighting me and it still works. Like I came upstairs yesterday, the gambler, Kenny Rogers has passed away, unfortunately. Yep. RIP. And I mean that with zero sarcasm. I also mean that with zero sarcasm. And so I, Greg and his wife and his baby, we're in the living room and I said, Hey Greg, did you hear Kenny Rogers died? And he goes, his name is Kenny Rogers, Cy. And I go, no, I said Kenny Rogers. And he goes, you said Kim Rogers. I go, I didn't, that's a woman's name. Why would I say Kim Rogers? And he goes, Lindsay, what'd you hear? She goes, I heard Kim Rogers and I know what they're doing, but yeah. I like fucking, I was like, I said Kenny, like I'm melting down. It works incredibly. So what I'm doing to him is I am just interjecting myself into every single conversation he and his wife have. Good for that you. That even has an inch of divisiveness. Yeah. Where he'll be like, hey, I think we should have steak for dinner. And she goes, well, we have leftover chicken. I'll be like, yeah, you don't want to keep chicken in the fridge too long. That's a great point, Lindsay. Like, I'm just <laughs> weaseling my way into every argument. But now finally to the one-upsmanship. Yesterday, so Greg goes on these hunting trips in like Montana and Idaho and Wyoming and New Mexico. And they're the, you have to hike a bunch. Okay. It, 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 it sounds like the least fun ever. They're like, he's like, we hike for like seven straight days, like, you know, anywhere from five to 15 miles a day. And then you get to the valley and for two or three days, you lay on the ground and try to make the noise the elk makes. like, rah, rah. And then if he thinks that he's going to get to fuck from three or four football fields away, you get one chance to try to shoot him through the heart. It's a blast. I really think it's a lot of fun. So to prepare for it, like they'll put all their gear on and go on like local hikes. Sure. And so Greg, yesterday, Greg loaded up with a couple layers of camouflage, put on his like a loaded hiking backpack, 
left our house on foot, walked through <laughs> several neighborhoods, across the highway, and into a nature reserve. Yeah. And his wife was like, before he left, his wife, Lindsay, was like, Greg, people are going to think you're homeless. And I was like, no. Nobody's going to see a guy in full camel with a loaded backpack during a pandemic hiking <laughs> neighborhoods to a nature reserve and go, I wonder if he has a place to sleep. They're going to, that, that guy's going to his reserve. They're like, yeah, I've got, I've, I'm going to get the guns, Trish. Like he looks like if you drove by him, you'd be like fucking, we need to know where that guy lives and we just need to be ready to protect ourselves. Yeah. Cause he's about to go into the woods and lift up a blanket that looks like leaves and have an entire house underneath the ground. <laughs> we need to follow him to safety. <laughs> I've, I, I've been having so much fun with people because, you know, in, in a time like this, right? Like, so for example, like when I got divorced, in any, any stressful time, I am at my best. I truly believe yeah. that. I, I'm not negative about anything because I know that leads to nothing but craziness. Mm -hmm. And so I've been in the ver a very positive state of mind. And I had a friend I went to high school with and he just unloaded on me and was like, I don't know if I can do it. You got to stay home and all this stuff. And I was like, hey, man, you don't like do much ever. So I don't know that we knew you weren't staying home. I feel like I feel like everyone thought you were always there. Yeah, you weren't everybody's first reaction when the governor shut shit down. Yeah. Everybody's like, what are we going to, what's Tim going to do? <laughs> so I actually told him, I was like, last year I asked you to golf and you said you had to paint your office. So I was like, let this be a lesson to you. Don't do any of that stuff. Like have fun and golf and do everything you want to do. And then eventually something like this will happen. And then you can paint your office and not be weirded out by it. That, that's the lesson I've learned and I'm trying to teach my kids. It's like, don't do any of your chores because eventually you'll have time to do them. And I think that's not a great message from a father, but it's, it's what I'm going with right now. Dude, as long as every about 92 years we have one of these global pandemics, you're going to be proven right. And what I've always said about you, you're right. <laughs> I mean, you want to, you want to see somebody's imagination this is the perfect time to do it because yeah. we're basically playing. Remember the game show minute to win it with Guy Fieri? Yes. We're yes. basically doing that kind of stuff outside just to get fresh air. So we will go outside and we will, we'll have to run down, touch a certain tree, come back, make 10 pine cones into uh, the garbage can, then run a different direction, find a dog, touch it on the nose, come back. I mean, we are doing anything we can to stay outside. And we've on this show a couple times mentioned why we think we are friends. Yeah. And this is why. As, yeah. the, as the inventor of the basketball all-star shooting game, Gergamu. That's true. This makes the most sense to me. And I'm trying to get people in my house. We've, we got to the point where we were going to get all of our like, family that loves to gamble online. Oh. Um, like in one of these Zoom meeting rooms. And yep. then we're each going to take turns rolling dice three times and see what the total of all three rolls of all six dice was. And whoever guessed closest got the money. Like as gambling addicts, yeah. we're, 
I, I'm starting to understand your dad. Like, if there is a fly <laughs> and somebody goes, I bet you he lands on that wall, I'll be like, fuck you, he lands on that wall. 60 bucks. 60, six, 60 bucks, uh, he lands on the door. Yeah, my, my dad was like the earliest inventor of pandemic gambling. <laughs> Except he had free range to go everywhere without social distancing and still did it. That's pretty impressive. I'm going to tell you something that, that it's going to come off kind of dark and, and, that, and we're both going to think it's very funny. And I need everybody to know that everything is totally okay. Okay. So Greg and his family, his wife, Lindsay, and their baby, Elon, I call her Ellen, just returned home from Mexico about a week before this whole shutdown happened. Okay. Right? And... As we were getting shut down and stuck in our houses because there is a pandemic of the virus type, Greg's baby, Alan, got sick with Zika virus. Oh, my God. No, it's not serious for babies. That's what you know. Only that's serious. why I'm laughing because I know that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I saw hay bales. Hay bales almost left the room. Okay. He's like, I can't. I know you guys have dark humor, but I can't listen to this. Well, no, he, he it's probably went to really... masturbate because Zika, he's, uh, that's his, that's this his a safe word. <laughs> Zika. <laughs> so Zika, Zika is bad for pregnant women. Correct. Uh, everybody else, you know, it's not great. The baby got a little bit of a fever and a rash. But yeah, everything's going to be fine. But to get just the idea of getting Zika during a virus shutdown of a different type is shock. It's like you're, you're a hostage at, uh, in, in like a bank heist and the hostage next to you leans over and just like, I'll take that and just steals your wallet from you. It's the funniest thing. Yeah, no, no, because no as one cares. As long as everyone's okay, it's the funniest. No one cares right now because they're just like uh hey we're calling uh baby ellen into the oh this starts with a z sorry <laughs> we're going alphabetical today so go ahead and just sit there the moment they told me i was like i i really sold it i go oh are you guys jenna's pregnant and i freaked out and i ran downstairs <laughs> i was like we hadn't told anybody yet because it's two months and it was a really good bit and i was probably gonna win the whole shutdown and then old Tammy two truths in here who can't tell a lie like yes am I happy that Jenna's gonna have a really hard time ever having an affair on me uh-huh but is it great when I need to pull a prank no fuck grow up and look into my brother's eyes and tell him you're worried about our fictional unborn child <laughs> oh, I love it so much the other, the other thing that I've been doing with baby Ellen is uh, for, for first-time listeners or new listeners, I've mentioned on this show before that we call my brother Greg the Big Woke because he's six foot eight and a few years ago he became really progressive yeah. and likes to speak about those progressive views. So we call him the Big Woke. I think it would be funny if his baby turns out more woke than him. <laughs> so well they're just raising a normal baby i am doing everything i can to raise a woke baby and the newest thing the baby has learned is patty cake uh -huh. and now she can't she's eight months old so she can't play patty cake but if you start doing the song like patty cake patty cake baker's man bake sure. me a cake as fat she'll start clapping her hand sure it's maybe the cutest thing in the world i'm gonna let you but know when, just as like someone who's had kids she's behind you need to figure this out. Eight, eight months is pretty slow for that, but keep going. 
Yeah, totally. Well, it's not my kid. It's Greg. He's the one that had the dummy baby. Yeah, I assume if Jen and I have ever a kid, it'll be patty cake in it five or six months. Yeah, like good, good normal, for you. Ge- like a normal genius baby. Like, I just assume know. everything Greg tells her, it takes two weeks to get there because he's so high above her <laughs> at six, eight. <laughs> so I've been, I've been being really progressive with her to raise a woke baby just, just to let Greg know how it feels to be around that. And so I've been playing with her. I've been playing what I call modern day patty cake. We're oh, all go in front of her when no one's around and I'll go patty cake, patty cake, baker's person. Bake me a cake as fast as is convenient for you. Roll it and pat it and mark it with an E and put it in the oven for you and me and anyone else who would like some. As long as we all get an equal amount, no matter the situation, and all feel good about ourselves when we're done eating. Yay! So that's... Oh, that's 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 absolutely fantastic. That's modern day patty cake. <laughs> I love that a lot. <clears throat> Since I don't have babies and sometimes when my uh, daughter is home with me for more than three days, she doesn't really care to talk to me anymore because I'm just that kind of person. And I get it. I, if she ever hears this, I want her to know I understand it because I'm annoying. I was going through a box of old pictures and I found a picture and it was a purple, one of those one of those trees, those scented trees for your car. And it was ripped up into a bunch of pieces. And I was like, what in the world is this? And so I keep going through pictures. And about the same time, I see a picture that says, welcome to Missouri. And I was like, oh my God, I have to tell you a story. So I used to drive everywhere I went when I was the middle comedian, right? Like you'd, I, I would go second. There'd be someone like locally that would, tell you where the bathrooms were and literally that's all it was i'm not shitting on mcs i'm saying that's literally some of these clubs would just have like the local radio person go up and be like hey make sure you check out moose and the moose and the squirrel this monday morning and the bathrooms are back there anyways there's dollar fifty yager bombs uh anyway chad daniels Hey, everybody, make sure Mondays through Fridays from 6.45 to 8.45 a.m. you turn into Moose in the Knuckle, where things are going to get weird. (laughs) So I I drive down all the way to this place called Columbia, Missouri. Now, Columbia, Missouri is where Mizzou is, right? That's the big school. And there was a club there called Deja Vu. And it it, it wasn't the strip club. It was a comedy club above this huge dance club. So basically what they did is they had, they would just hire comedians of any caliber to go up that could keep the attention of college age students for however long. And then the college, everything would just go downstairs and it would be a dance party till two in the morning. So it's pretty fun. So I get there and I have driven, I think it was probably like, it took me 12 hours or something to get there from where I lived. And I get to my hotel and then they go driver's license. And I did not have my driver's license. So I had to get on. Did you have to use it to pick up some dog shit? Cause I would totally understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have my driver's license. I didn't have, I just had like a, a check card. And so I had to call the owner of the club. He had to come vouch for me because they were like, what's your driver's license number? And I go, who knows their driver's license number? That's the dumbest R- thing I've ever heard. Nine, seven, eight, hey, I'm done. one, one. <laughs> so 
I go to the club after all this stuff, barely had time to shower, do the show, go downstairs, had a couple beers. I was driving home and I get pulled over because I my headlights out. Oh, good. So I think, oh, I'm in Missouri. I don't know really how the police situation is here. It's a college town. I bet it's pretty cool. I don't want to take a chance. So I've had two beers. So I break the lilac car like air freshener into a bunch of pieces and line my gums like in between my lips <laughs> with this thing because I because I don't have any gum. No. Yes. <laughs> Then, well, Chad, I knew you didn't have uh, too many drinks tonight because of the harsh lilac scent coming out of your mouth. Would you eat a garden? That makes sense. <laughs> well, that's what I did. Okay? That's what I chose to do. And so the cop comes up and he goes, driver's license? I go, oh, man. And I'm like, hey, man. Uh, I, 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 I can barely talk because it looks like I'm dipping all the way around my mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's the dumbest thing. I look, I probably look like a doll. Whoever made the doll didn't know how to sew lips on correctly. And they just stuffed it with too much stuff. So I'm like talking to this guy and I don't have my license. And finally he like turns to go back to the car and he goes, I'm going to need you to get out of the car eventually. And I go, okay. And I'm freaking out. And then he comes back and he goes, do you know your driver's license number? And I just <laughs> rip it. I'm like, D-546-983-332486. And he goes, whoa, what was that? And I do it again. <laughs> and it was like, that was the moment I thought, anytime I need to know something for sure, I should have a cop, I should have like a security guy that comes with me, but isn't for protection, just as like, I'm going to get that out of your brain because you're bad at recall until you feel a little pressure and then you can know all the stuff. But I let, I took a picture of all the evidence, like pulled all that lilac stuff out of my mouth, took a picture. So ridiculous. But I, I yeah, the, the stories like that, I'm going to go through a bunch more pictures because that was so fun going down memory lane. Oh, that'll be fun to do on the show. Like as we, and, and, and to transition out of there, uh, <laughs> these coming weeks on Moose and the Knuckle, uh, we're we're that'll be a fun thing to do you know you we can do some chad memory lane stuff we're gonna keep putting shows out we also we've had a lot of people message us being like hey start a patron and give us extra content we're not gonna do that right now with everybody struggling you know everybody's kind of worried and finances and all that stuff we're, we're just gonna do our best to put out an extra episode here or there or do some cool YouTube shit or maybe some live stuff we're gonna give you guys extra stuff right now we don't want anybody to pay for it yeah, because we don't, I mean, nobody really knows the end game here. Yeah. So, so we don't want to ask for money before we know when everything, when everybody gets to go back to work and blah, blah, blah. Now, uh, take heed. Once the this moment. is over, once the, the sun moment. comes out, once the doors the open, we're going to gouge you motherfuckers. Get ready. Give us that fucking Get ready. cash. Oh, that's right. Give us that money. Tax day got moved to July 15th. July 16th, when you get your return, we're going to gouge you bitches. We're going to gouge you bitches. Oh, you know what? Call the government and have them write the check to us. <laughs> gouge. Gouge. Clearly, we're not going to gouge you, but we, we, we will start that stuff, and, and we appreciate all the offers. I just wanted to say that. I also want to yeah. say this, and I know this people tune in for the laughs, but I just want to uh, tell you this because I've been talking with my friends about it. Um, it's, a weird, 
it's a weird feeling to be an adult human being and not feel like there's purpose in the day. Like, you know, a lot of times you'll go to work, you'll do this, you'll do that. Um, my, my recommendation and certainly don't listen if you don't want, but my recommendation is just like make a list of four things, make sure you do them because when the sun goes down and you feel like you've just sat around all day as not great. So, you know, do what you need to do, exercise, eat healthy, have a purpose, listen to middle of somewhere. Of course, I mean, (laughs) on multiple flat platforms, you know, if you really need a purpose, I would. I think at the end of the day, if I sat down in chair and went, God, I told seven people about middle of somewhere today. I did it. That's a purpose. But, you, I, but I do know you. I, I agree with you. I think, and also, uh, can I double down on that? I know we're Please. funny all the time, but like, I, I think when stuff like this happens, A, I hope, I don't want to get into the back and forth of, you know, the sides and all the conversation, but I hope everybody takes it seriously. I think, you know, I hope you're washing your hands. I hope you're staying at home. I hope you understand, like we said on last week's show, you don't, eventually everybody's going to be on a, a link in a chain that leads to somebody dying. And that's, that's part of life when shit happens, but just do your best to do your best to be safe and be smart and help prevent as much as you can. And then I uh, make sure, you know, advocate for yourself and make sure you're aware of those people. Cause I think when, when stuff like this happens, you have you think of like the people who are at risk from the disease, right? You right. have these people, the elderly underlying conditions. There's also you know people who, if they get stuck in their house, people with you know emotional health issues, younger people with uh, autoimmune conditions. There's a lot of people that a shutdown, even though it's the right thing, could it could be very very hard for them. So check in with your friends, and uh, Chad and I aren't going to take turns singing the song imagine right now but <laughs> but i will sing but, this one islands in a stream that is what we are sail away with me i gotta go you didn't know the rest of the words i saw where you bailed out i saw that you knew what didn't rhyme with run away with me Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.